Happy Wednesday morning, and thank you for joining us for this episode of the Automation Morning Show. Today is January 11th, 2023, and these are the top stories I found happening in industrial automation this morning. And first up is we released the latest episode of our podcast, The Automation Podcast. This is episode 136, and in this episode, I sit down with Scott Preston from Antera to take a look at their industrial switch line. Now, if you're having a hard time getting an industrial switch or a NAT uh, device from your existing uh, supplier, you may want to check them out because they have a lot of this stuff in stock. They have a very broad line, very feature-rich line as well. So check that out if you're interested. Next up, we have a podcast from SME. And this podcast is all about knowledge transfer. So you may have some, some old and very experienced personnel who may be looking at retirement in the coming years. And you may have some younger people coming in who have less experience and you want to, how do you transfer that knowledge from those experienced people to those younger people? And so they talk about this really from a 10,000 foot review. I mean, Naveen, who is the guest on the show, he's a CEO of iBaseT. And if you check out their site, they do a lot with MES and other things. So um, they, they take a look at it really from the top down, which is great if you're, you know, running a plan or you have a very large group of people. Um... For me, I want something more brass tacks, like what can an engineering manager who has like six people working for him or maintenance manager who has, you know, a dozen people working for him, what can they do today? That's not what this podcast is. But if you're looking at it for a bigger view of this question, then you may enjoy this podcast. Next, we have from Rex Roth, we have a very cool new software product called Locator. Now, this is supposed to allow your AGVs and AMRs not to have to rely on, you know, very time uh, intensive programming and pathfinding, as well as the installation of all kinds of physical markers and mirrors. What they do here is they have a central computer in most cases that will tell all your robots where they are and what their orientation is. I found it very interesting. I'd love to get these guys on the show to talk about how they're doing that. So um, you'll find a link to this article, of course, in today's, with all today's links. And uh, another robot-related article over from the uh, good folks at A3 um, is about a new Robot Master plugin. Now, if you never use Robot Master, it's a package that is used to program robots and simulate robots in an offline environment. And this new plugin they just released allows them to import Mastercam CAD CAM files into the software, which saves the engineers a ton of time. So if you are a Robot Master user, you may find this very interesting because this can save you, I mean, hours and hours of time. With that, our next story is about Envent or Hoffman releasing a brand new line of stainless steel enclosures and air conditioners. Now, I thought this was very interesting. I mean, they've had air conditioners and stainless uh, steel enclosures for decades, right? But some of the things in this new line that I found um, very interesting was the new gasket design, which is adhesive-free. So it makes it uh, meet all the requirements, but also makes it easy to replace. Um, another thing was the uh, lift-off door. So the hinge design allows, if you have to work inside the enclosure, it is great to get that door off sometimes, because sometimes you can't open it all the way to get it completely out of your way. So I thought that was interesting. And they also have multiple material options, depending on what type of environment you're going to have it in, including coatings they can put on inside of the enclosure. So if you are in the market for a you know hazardous environment stainless steel enclosure check out this brand new um, product line from Hoffman 
Next, we have uh, Festo announcing a new online 3D CAD configurator for their actuators. And uh, this is really cool. And I think we're just going to go ahead and try it. So let me click on the link here. And uh, I'm just going to randomly click some stuff because I'm not a big, you know, I don't use a lot of actuators. So let me just get up here and get one up and you can see how this works. So here is an actuator, right? And now let's configure it. I can just click on any of these hotspots here to pick an option. Now, depending which actuator you choose, there will be different options available. But uh, I'm just going to come in here and just click multiple things. And uh, because I'm not actually in the market for an actuator, but let's see, uh, let's see what we can do here. Now, this is going to build us a bill of materials that we can use to, uh, you know, place an order, right? So, um, yeah, I just think this is really cool. It's a great configurator for your Festo products. So if you need an actuator, um, check this out. Again, the link will be with all the links at automate.news. So let's go on to our next story here. And this is an article by ProSoft and talking about uh, reliable connectivity in extreme environments. You know, they talk about IP ratings, they talk about temperature ratings, they talk about, you know, conformal coding and corrosiveness. And really this article is, is really, I think, a pitch to remind us that they make XT rated in chassis modules for Rockwell's XT system. So I'm going to come in here and click on Control Logics, and you can see, um, let me see if I can zoom in some and scroll over. And you can see here, there's some XT modules. You see, this is a Modbus module, CXT at the end of the part number, and you'll see a couple more here too. So um, keep that in mind. If you're using Rockwell's 1756 Control Logic systems with their XT products, don't forget that you also have ProSoft options available. So let's go ahead and take a look at the next article here. And this is actually new literature from Siemens. I'm actually going to go ahead and open it up here. And uh, this is the manual that compares the S7 300, 400, 1200, and 1500. And I actually uh, tell my students about this in my S7 course because if you're migrating from one of those other controllers, one of those other CPUs, this can be some really important information. Now, I'm not going to do a deep dive here, but I did want to pull up uh, like this chart here, right? So let's say you make a modification, you delete an OB, right? Well, in the S7-1200, you're going to have to go to stop mode, where the other ones, you're not going to have to go to stop mode. But here, if you look at this one right here, let's say you revive an FB or an FC, right? Well, the 300, 400, and 1200 version 3 and less will have to go to stop mode, but the 1200 version 4 and higher and the 1500 will not. So keep that in mind. This is great if you're migrating from one S7 to another. There's just, just tons of information in here. I think pretty much anything you want to know about the migration is going to be in here, at least, you know, most of it. So I wanted to share that with you today. And also, there's a new file download. And this is really a, pertains to people using MDT's autosave. Now, some of you may know this as a mass autosave from years and years ago. But um, if you are running a version prior to 8.5, Right, you'll probably want to um, come up here and check out this update because this update will definitely eliminate some vulnerabilities they've detected in those older versions. Right, so check it out if you are running that software and you're running those older versions. You know, MDT is strongly recommending you implement all the patches. Of course, most vendors would, but uh, you can check this link out at automate.news and uh, and learn more about that. But I did want to share that. Now, with that, I do want to spotlight a new course today over at theautomationschool.com. This is my Micro 800 Level 1 and 2 courses. Now, I gotta be honest with you, 
the Micro 800 was out for, I don't know, several years before I ever used it. You know, I, I tried to stay away from the Pico, I tried to stay away from the Micro 800, but once I actually taught this course on it, because there's a lot of people using it because of the price. Once I taught the course on it, I really became a fan of this product line, right? It doesn't use RS Logics, it's not a Control Logics, it's not a Compact Logics, you know, it's not a Micro Logics, right? So people, there's, a, you know, hundreds of thousands of people who are experts at those lines. But it is a great little controller. And um, what I do here is the original cost is 49, the extended cost, the level one and two is 99. And of course, if you get the, uh, the extended cost, you get the next cost, which I'm gonna be updating here later this year, completely free. And uh, you also get uh, a bunch of bonus videos and whatnot. So I did wanna share that with you all. You can see what's in here by going to the uh, more section here on the details. You'll see all the topics I cover. All the lessons are also here on the right, along with we have uh, all the reviews that have come in so far. They uh, scroll through here on the right as well. But in any case, when you enroll in any of the courses at theautomationschool.com, you get them for life. And uh, I'm there every morning answering questions that students have. And uh, so if you have any questions on this, you can contact me. There's a contact link here. We have a pre-sales line. Of course, the phone is off when I'm recording in the studio here. But uh, I did want to highlight this. It's, um, you know, the software is free. I'm looking forward to updating it because there's a new simulator out. There's a new logics view in the software that's out. And the software is free, right? You don't have to buy the developer's edition to use it. So it's definitely something that, uh, that you can uh, uh, really learn on and use these inexpensive controllers in your plant. So with that, I also want to go over to birthdays. So if your birthday is today, happy birthday. If you're not connected with me, uh, you can connect with me. I'll put the link at the bottom of the page here. So you can see how to connect with me on LinkedIn. And of my connections that have their birthday in their profile, um, I wanna wish them all a happy birthday. So happy birthday, Luke, Daniel, Patrick, Pedro, uh, Gatano, Elric, and that's it. So happy birthday to all of you. I hope you have a wonderful day, whether or not we're connected. If today's your birthday, have an awesome day today. I hope you really enjoy your birthday. And with that, I just wanna go over and uh, do a community spotlight here on automation.locals.com. Um, this is where I post everything I'm doing, and you can also sign up for the price of one cup of coffee a month. You can sign up and ask me questions. You can message me, message me right here if you need to talk to me about something that uh, you, uh, you can't share with the rest of the group. But um, it's just a great community site, and uh, I really enjoy uh, talking to people up there. So feel free to join up and support our show. And with that, don't forget, you can go to automate.news. You will find every link to every story I cover. And I try to, after the show is done and uploaded, I also try to make a text version of the show over at the automationblog.com called Automation This Morning. So if you're in a place where you can't uh, listen to the show or watch the show, you can actually read everything I cover here at the Automation Blog. Okay, and with that, I wanna thank you all for sharing your morning with me. And for uh, watching the show today, I want to wish you all a very happy, safe, and healthy week. And until next time, my friends, peace.